Hello and welcome to this episode of Hey Art What's Good. We're a podcast based in the northeast of England where we like to go around to cool arts kind of venues, exhibitions, organisations that are in the northeast of England and kind of shout about what's good with them because there's a lot of good going on up this area um, and it deserves being talked about. Uh, my name is Alice. And I'm Rosie. And we've got a lot to talk about this week. We're hitting you up with something completely different. I'm very yeah. excited. But before we do that, one other thing we like to do in this podcast is to kind of check in with each other, making sure we're doing good. So Rosie, what is good with you this week? Thank you so much for asking. Uh, what's good with me is over the past few weeks, I've been kind of delving into yoga a little bit. Oh, really? For the longest time, I like rejected yoga and I was like, mm, no, that's not for me. Mm. I'm not, I don't know, I wasn't about it, but I love doing stretches. So I do like stretch routines and people will be like, that's yoga. Oh. And I was like, no, 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 it's not. <laughs> I've come to the conclusion, actually, yes, it is. And now I officially do yoga. Oh, there you go. Lovely. <laughs> so like, as well as the stretching, I'm also kind of doing like breathing techniques and it's kind of the fluidity of motion as well. So it's quite fun. Like that, that was a journey for me. And I've, I feel like I've reached my destination. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Did not know you were doing that. Thank you. Well, it's it's good. It's just, you know, looking after body and mind, doesn't it? Well, that's good. Gotta Very important, guys. Mm-hmm. What about you? Well, what's good for me? Similar vein, not yoga, um, but I'm kind of getting myself back into, like, a good routine. Like, it's sometimes stressful having lots of things to do, but when I've got lots of things to do, I have to have a good routine to do all the things. So I'm being better, like getting up early in the morning, not just when I'm at work, doing more cool, fun things, both for the podcast and for myself. So it's just been nice to have a bit more kind of organisation and structure and more things to do because it's nice having things to do. That's awesome. I do agree. I think you. it's nice on your day off, like lines are all right now and then, mm-hmm. but there's, I love getting up super early like when I'm not going to work Mm because then it's like I have more time for activities yeah and it's like even if you weren't going to do much that day like say something you're looking forward to was having a lie-in or like just playing on games or whatever or watching some tv if you get up early like you can go do a fun thing but then you have more time later in the day to do that other just chill laid back thing yeah like totally. so that's what i'm gonna do today when i go home especially when it gets dark so early oh my god i know so it's like i, I need to be up for the sunlight uh, yeah i know like that's a huge thing about winter is like it's dark all the time and like seasonal affective disorder is like a thing and for context alice literally works in a basement oh yeah there's also that we have a window which is a skylight and it's not near anyone's desk so it's like you can't see out the window unless you specifically go over to the window crane your head upwards and see if it's raining or not like a slither of sky yes it's often because as well there's like tall buildings around it so we've really just got kind of like a chimney of sight (laughs) um it's usually cloudy dark or raining so wonderful yay um but yeah so it's important especially in winter to like get out enjoy the daylight yeah you don't do anything that fun in it just go out and do something then you can like come back and hibernate when it's dark and cold yeah so that's what i'm doing that's That's what's good with me i like that cool nice um what else is cool nice segue queen um is i was gonna say what i've done this week and it really has been this week it's been a busy few days of kind of exploring this new organization oh yes it's been rather fantastic so 
and this is something I hadn't heard about until quite recently. Um, they are called the North Tyneside Art Studio. And that's exactly what it is. It's an art studio in North Tyneside, in North Shields specifically. Yeah. And you went to an event, Rosie, didn't you, at uh, Helix? Yes, as Helix Arts. I believe it's called Helix Arts in north shields mm-hmm. and i kind of went for like a little just a networking thing yeah i didn't even really go as hey art what's good i just went because i'm an artist in the area i'm currently living at the coast so i'm really involved in what's going on in newcastle in the city but i wanted to kind of also reel it in a bit and kind of explore what was going on kind of in north tyneside yeah. generally in your hood exactly um and i love i do love north shields i think it's a really culturally active kind of part of the world right now it's really there's some exciting stuff going on you've kind of really turned my aunt to it like hey, it's a lovely you. place i just yeah there's some like just treasures the hidden gems and this is definitely one of them you know the the studio um but when i went to this helix art thing i did i met loads of cool people but that's when i was first made aware of the studio but then i kind of you know you take in a lot of information at these kind of networking things and then you just kind of leave and go about your day and I forgot about it for a little while mm-hmm. until very kindly they yes. reached out to us and yeah. asked what was good. On Twitter, <laughs> like do reach us on Twitter and Instagram. That's where we are most active. Yes. If you ever, ever want to like get back, like if you want us to kind of, you know. Check something out. Yeah. Give something a, a look or a listen. Because the likelihood is we will. Yes. It's so your word of mouth is the best way to find out about stuff. So mm. this, you know, if you're like, I know something, I know something you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we really like that's because if someone's if someone else is vouching for it, then it's yeah. probably cool and good. Exactly. And every time anyone has recommended stuff to us, it's been good. Oh yeah. So we want to hear it. Yes. And very much this so. is just a great example of like if you get in touch with us we're keen oh yeah very much so um so the lovely rachel from north tyneside art studio uh kind of got in touch on twitter and asked if we would be interested in popping along to this event um called what is the value of art and that's what we went to um i think was would be last week now um and it was really cool so it was um an, an event organized by the north tyneside art studio and generosity festival which i hadn't heard of before me neither um but it was such an interesting night so it was a night of talks of a film a little short film and food and just some awesome discussions um so we'll talk about that in a little bit but just a a little thing about what north tyneside art studio actually is it's a um it's a kind of studio space uh which is based in the linskill center in north shields which offers kind of space, materials, and classes for artists struggling with mental health conditions. So it really like encourages people to like give themselves a kind of structure to be able to learn something, develop the skills, learn new ones, and most importantly, kind of like have fun while doing it. Be more like comfortable in your own kind of mind and body and all that kind of stuff. Definitely. I mean, we've talked before about the importance of creativity and having that space to be artistic or creative or just express yourself in that way in relation to mental health Mm -hmm. when in anyone's mental well-being you have to feel like you have that space in your life to create whether that be you know cooking and baking or um kind of 
DIY and like kind of home things mm-hmm. or it could be you know like sculpture and painting it can be anything making music it, yeah singing like I mean that's just something people will just have you know, in the shower while they're doing the dishes yeah. it's just so important to have that and it feeds the soul you yeah. know people kind of like a lot of people I think would jump to the conclusion that they aren't a creative person but creativity has so many different outlets it needn't be a pen to paper or molding some clay into something fantastic it's just doing something that kind of lets it out a bit yeah I completely it's very therapeutic and all that kind of stuff and that's something that North Tyneside Art Studio just really tries to kind of foster and cultivate Mm -hmm. um like we had a tour of the studio today like the day of recording and Rachel was telling us that um a lot of people who go there like it's all adults um these are people who may vaguely recall enjoying some kind of art when they were in like primary school or secondary school but it's one of those things where it's like oh you're an adult and you gotta go and get a real job so it's one of those things that was just kind of forgotten about and not really having like the time or space to do that you know or even like necessarily the materials as well yeah because you know it's you know it's completely fair that uh, like a lot of art can be expensive and it's hard to kind of find a space where you can do that or Mm -hmm. a position where you can afford to do that um so it's wonderful that it provides that service because it is an important service that yeah people I kind of I love that distinction you know between creativity and being like being creative and being artistic are completely different yeah and you know I would argue that everyone is creative Mm-hmm. not everyone is artistic and that's absolutely fine and everyone's creativity manifests in different ways yeah you know for example like a mathematician has to be creative yeah he has to find a creative solution to the problem yes that's you know this is just kind of that's just how every brain is a creative brain yes um but it's just having that a uh, 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 feeling open to the play mm-hmm. element of it so there is obviously with playing this you know not something adults can do but it's something really freeing and liberating and important again for just overall health and well-being oh yeah to have that space to play and you know it's almost like kind of seeing what works and what doesn't and it's mm-hmm. absolutely and then you know in art if something doesn't work it's fine yeah generally it's okay it just means that you can do something else you can try and fix it or you can scrap it and start again and try yeah. and find that solution and it's that's the sort of thinking that a lot of people don't apply to real life. Mm-hmm. And because I mean, it, sometimes it's it's hard it, to do that. A hundred percent. It's real. The fear is real. Yeah, my fear is real. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's a a really valuable service. And I think recently there's been an understanding now within kind of the health services that giving adults this opportunity mm-hmm. is really important and beneficial yeah, exactly and especially like in this everlasting era of austerity cuts and lacks of funding to the nhs other mental health services just aren't available um and so uh, when we're talking to rachel today she was saying how in the past couple of years they're just getting so many more referrals and applications and stuff which is obviously like, you know good people get to use the studio they get them all they get numbers and stuff like that but it obviously speaks to a wider problem that this sort of help isn't available elsewhere like this is a non-profit organization and so it's something that has to be funded and stuff 
Um, so it's not obviously not really something that the NHS offers or something that they find worthwhile and or maybe just don't have the capacity to be able to do that because funding yep 2018 and then like the other side of that uh, there's also the other major cuts are in the arts yep making arts less accessible and also the opportunity to be creative is a little bit harder you have to kind of work that little bit harder to find that and yeah and do that so it's just not great yeah and, and to kind of pile on to that is um a kind the stigma surrounding both art and mental health there's a stigma about mental health about talking about it about confronting it and there's a stigma against art like being a like a creative practitioner or trying to have that as a viable either profession or like a hobby it's not seen as important and it's mm-hmm. not seen as crucial so people aren't necessarily encouraged to kind of pursue it these are just two things that are fundamentally wrong with our society yeah unfortunately but that's why the north tyneside art studios are so fantastic like it gives so many people an opportunity to kind of express themselves to help themselves like feel better like both like mentally socially emotionally all that kind of stuff yeah it's a really as i say like as we were kind of mentioning we've visited and it did just feel like such a really positive environment. Yeah. And it wasn't, um, it's nothing like art therapy. We were mm. actually talking to one of the users of the space. Yes. Because we got to meet a few of the artists who were all lovely. It was it was really wonderful. Everyone was telling us, you know, oh, everyone's so nice there and everyone gets on really well. And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then you meet people and it's like, oh, my God, no, everyone actually is yeah. really nice. <laughs> <laughs> so it was an absolute pleasure to meet everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the ladies there was saying, you know, it's not like she makes a piece and then in, in if it was art therapy, it'd be like, oh, well, why have you used that color or why have you drawn this? What does mm-hmm. it mean? Like to analyze it as, you know, using art as a way to explore thoughts and emotions. Like this isn't about that. This mm-hmm. is just giving people an outlet. Yeah. And in like, doing that, they can work through what they need to work through. Mm-hmm. Like they can do what they want with it. Um, like artists who use the space can do as much or as little as they want that can go as often or as little as they want and like, i believe there's kind of not a too much of a limit on how long they can stay as well there were some people yeah. that have been there for a year to three years or yeah i'm sure she was saying some people who have been there like since the beginning like yeah. since the 90s when they first kind of started up and that's just fantastic to know that there's this support that is really there for as long as you need it really building a community mm-hmm. because you know i imagine well actually i think we were told you know some of these people make friends and then see each other outside of the studio Mm -hmm. and even if people were to leave the studio they've still got those friends and that support system Mm -hmm. and it seemed like a really just understanding space a truly a safe space oh i would agree yeah you know because that's the beautiful thing with you know this is why we we say you know if you do get the chance to ever nose around an artist studio please take it if you ever see the artist like open studios and things like that like usburn does it every year we talked about kind of gates head open studios mm-hmm. have a look because a studio space is such a unique place in that it really is a reflection of someone's like inner workings yeah it's like having a, a little look into the mind but it's like you know, it's exactly it's what they've put out to show the world which is really exciting and you, you know there's usually in every art studio i've been in kind of university and even just art classrooms at school it was never you can't compare like it's never comparable what Mm. one artist is doing 
to another like yeah i mean unless one of them's flat out copying the other which <laughs> might be all right like i mean usually absolutely not but it could be a collaboration you know it yeah. could be you know there's there's no assumptions and there's no judgment it's you know people have this freedom to go around the space and kind of go, oh that's nice or yeah. how did you do that and kind of it's really like a freedom to explore yeah, ideas exactly. as well and what we were invited to wasn't just a tour around the studio it was to kind of get involved with one of their um workshops or activities yeah, yeah. so um this is something i don't know if all the time it's done this way but one of the artists who like goes there and works there is this guy called graham and he works with ceramics and pottery and he like teaches people how to do that yeah. and so on saturdays and thursdays they have like pottery sessions um so these aren't available like just to the general public it's just artists who hold a studio there but we were so kindly invited along today to have a go and i made a cup i made a little bowl yeah. I can't wait for them to get put in the kilns and I can see them yeah. again. I'm just very Used. excited. Oh, terra was it terra terracotta? Yeah. Yeah. So the the ready clay. Yeah. And I made like a couple of bowls, little ones, little, mm. like to put my jewellery in and stuff. Yeah. And I made a very abstract candle holder. Mm -hmm. So pictures will be up. Don't oh, yes. you worry. Yep. <laughs> I know you were <laughs> going to be worried. As they always are. They'll be on Instagram. Um, but it was so nice, like, just being in the space. Just, what was it, like, a couple hours were there for? Um, yeah. Feeling so welcomed, having just a nice chat with people who were there, kind of what they, like, what they're taking away from being there. And it all seems very positive. Yeah, it was, and they seemed, like, really, like, pleased to meet us yeah and you know it wasn't a big deal mm -hmm. which I was scared it would be like who are these strangers in yeah. our space it did not feel like that yeah. at all and everyone was just so nice and Delightful. it was so do you know what it was people there was no prompt like it was not like these people would had to talk to us or anything but they like pretty much all the people we spoke to did make a point of saying kind of how much they valued the space like this is truly a, a an organization that is very loved and that the work that is being produced by these artists, because they are all artists. Oh, yeah. It is undisputable. These people who might not have ever had that title yeah. have really claimed it. Like, these, yeah. it's very kind of empowering. It really is. It's really great to see, like, and inspiring. They, yeah. And they were all just so keen to say, like, you know, this is, uh, you know, they were all very thankful and grateful. Mm hmm so that's why we want to shout about it. You really do, yeah. I truly, I truly do believe in this. I just think it's such a good cause. It really is. And uh, one thing that they do, um, I feel, so, I think they've done it like a few times in varying capacities, but they do like exhibitions. Um, and currently, there is an exhibition on in Tynemouth Metro Station, Tynemouth Train Station. Yes. In the Bridge Gallery. So if you've ever been, it's like a proper old-fashioned kind of train station. We have to walk over like a wooden bridge to get to the other platform. And in the middle of the walkway of the bridge, there's like a little kind of long room with glass like windows and stuff so you can look through. And there's just a whole host of different art things. It's such a... It's, it's obviously a long exhibition because it's... I mean, it's not the longest bridge, but it's quite but a it's, bit of space. Yeah, it's an interesting space as well. So you can approach it obviously you kind of have to i find you have to kind of walk to fully gauge you have to, it yeah. and you can't just walk on because there's two sides you could walk on you really have to walk down one and then come back around and walk down the other so you can mm -hmm. see 
either the other side of things or other things that are facing that side. And I've seen a whole range of things exhibited in that space. So it's a really exciting little gallery and Mm -hmm. it's completely free. I mean, you may have seen it just like changing platforms at Time Mouth Station. It's but it's truly for everyone really accessible. And I believe the North Tyneside Art Studio actually now run that gallery. Well, they have something like that. If not, they're very Mm -hmm. kind of heavily involved in it. But I believe that they're um, they like kind of have some kind of form of of uh, maybe not ownership, but they have kind of bonds to it i i could believe it um but yeah it's fantastic it's called the exhibition that's on right now by the north tyneside art studio it's called derailed the ups and downs of mental health and it's an interesting one isn't it there's like so much variation obviously people from a variety of practices and backgrounds all exhibiting the work together yeah and it's it consists of it's a really clever use of the space because as we've said it's a very kind of long thin Mm -hmm. gallery space that you have to view kind of in motion Mm -hmm. obviously above train tracks as well and this is a quite a like large sculpture which is like a roller coaster Mm -hmm. with various different kind of carts on it and it's documenting visually and quite abstractly at times the history of mental health in the UK so it starts off you it's like very kind of the first kind of carriage is a hospital bed and think like padded cells and straight jackets and things like that um and there's kind of loads of visual ties to medication and therapies and stigma buzzwords it's and it is it's i mean mental health in any capacity is always going to be a roller coaster life is a roller coaster oh, yeah. so it's a wonderful metaphor it really is and such a group effort it's just a really fantastic thing to see and it's one of those things where it's like, it, it's just one free to see and it's fantastic. And it's in such a beautiful space. Like Time Out Station is delightful. Um, and it's definitely one of the most unique kind of exhibition spaces I think we've ever been to. Like as you were saying with it, you have to see it in motion really. I can't yeah. think of anywhere else where that's a requirement. <laughs> yeah, because it's quite a lot of little windows. Yeah. Obviously you can like stop and like get a closer oh, yeah, look. But I think you know it's it's always good just you know i very rarely see people walk through the bridge and look straight ahead your eyes yeah. always drawn yeah like, yes. Ooh, what's that yeah. and it's always a shame if it's if there's nothing in there it really is i've yeah. come across it a couple of times not a lot but a couple of times <laughs> and there's nothing in there and it's oh like, like oh man because that's yeah like this now what am i gonna look at a bit less interesting yeah. now <laughs> but so important that we do have these free spaces that can host mm-hmm. art and there as we say there's various different um organizations groups and artists have exhibited there everyone from kind of children and schools students um kind of artists and residents kind of traveling you know international artists to Mm -hmm. groups and organizations such as the north tyneside art studio it's it really is because it is a versatile space and i'm sure it has a lot of its own challenges just from the nature of the space oh yeah but for that reason, it's so unique. And yeah. re- it, I think it may be the only gallery of its kind. Oh, I would say so, potentially, yeah. Um, we learned a really, really interesting thing. Um, so I mentioned before, we were invited to uh, this event, uh, What is the Value of Art? And that was actually held in Time Mouth Station. 
Um, there's a really nice Italian restaurant there called Devante's, which I'd never been to before, but that's where this event was. And it was a night of uh, different talks and stuff by people kind of exploring the importance of art, the value of it, and the relation between uh, philanthropy and art, which is something I hadn't considered before. And I don't really know much about philanthropy. And it was interesting hearing like definitions and stuff like that. Um, so in this um, like evening of talks, there was this really, really interesting lady called Alana First, MBE, um, and she more or less single-handedly saved Tynemouth Station because when the metro was becoming a thing, like a staple of the northeast in the late seventies, early eighties, um, they were just going to knock it down. If you've seen the station, you know that's a travesty. And if you've seen other stations that were built in the seventies, eighties, you know the kind of really ugly. So to have replaced Tynemouth Station with something like that, think Manor's Metro Station, for example, because apparently uh, she was telling me that that was a lovely station like Tynemouth, but they knocked that down in favour of the more modern yes. 1980s kind of station. And so many of the metro stations at the coast do, like, they are different and they are mm. beautiful because of the tourism industry. Yeah. So it would be kind of Victorians love the seaside. Mm -hmm. So people would come specifically on the Hollies to the coast and then brought their beautiful architecture with them of course um but i just couldn't believe it because apparently she was we were having a little chat with her after a talk and she was saying yeah manners used to be the same sort of beautiful architecture and um it would be that there was one route that took you from manners to the coast and one that went up into northumberland mm -hmm. and this was like kind of this was like national rail yeah, that it was. It wasn't. You know, it was before the metro because a lot of the metro lines are using old train lines. Yes, and I'm sure once I don't know where on earth I was getting the train back from, but it did go through metro stations. Well, isn't Sunderland Metro oh, yeah. still their national rail? Yeah, I've got. Yeah, I've got the train to Sunderland before. You can get a, a legit train. So that's fun. Weird, but yeah, yeah. it's a bit weird. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Lana was just the most fascinating lady. What a hero. She was fantastic. And she is someone, like, she pretty much turned that space in the bridge into a gallery space because um, something she was talking about a lot was uh, the Festival of Britain, which was in 1951. It was a series of exhibitions and events all across the country, just showing art, making it all public facing so everyone could see it. And obviously this was like a post-war thing. So it was like kind of uplifting. It was like, look, creativity, industry, design. We've still got it, guys. Come on. Um, she kind of was quite... Well, to be fair, she said she was 15 when that was on. And she was like, no, I don't care about it. <laughs> but in retrospect, in later life, she kind of valued the importance of it. And she says it's so important that there is public-facing spaces and this kind of leads into a talk Rosie was talking about, she met, I don't know if you said the name, Michael from North Tyneside Art Studio at this Helix event. And he did a talk about the importance of art spaces and how art galleries and institutions aren't always like the best place for that because people sometimes just don't want to walk into a gallery. They might like what they'll find there, but it's the step to do that. Um, so having something like this in a public space where people have to walk past they can just look in. If they like it, they can stop. If they don't, it's fine. So it's this kind of importance 
of public art spaces which is just fantastic and then obviously talking about how important art is to mental health it all really kind of fits in really well yeah. it should be yeah I mean it's why we're here it's, yeah you know, it should be for everyone it should be as accessible as possible and it's you know the kind of responsibility of art institutions and people within the art world to kind of just give people a hand yeah into that world because it's not so different it's not scary and you it's it's just it's so important to explore creativity and just you know explore different ideas exactly yeah like you get sick of seeing the same old thing it's good to see something new and a bit different exactly and free free indeed so many actually that was something that was touched upon you know um we're so lucky to have so many free art institutions Mm -hmm. and art spaces in the uk and here in the northeast we have so many amazing things going on for free that it's so important that we utilize these so that they can stay so that we're proving how important they are that they Mm. are fulfilling their purpose because ultimately the funding for art is in danger yeah and it could you know it's obviously like in the past it's been recognized that it's it's essential that our institutions are learning institutions and mm-hmm. therefore need to be free so that there is like you know it minimizes that kind of classified yeah so that it's not just for the rich exactly um but a lot of funding comes from places like the eu mm-hmm. and that's kind of in danger and then obviously our own government doesn't love art apparently not apparently um so and that's why a lot of these talks were about philanthropy kind of depending on well it was kind of you know looking a little bit into what that means and uh, you know charitable individuals mm-hmm. you know the philanthropy has funded hospitals and schools and museums and libraries for hundreds of years yes and it's so important that you use the resources you have it doesn't have to be money it doesn't have to be mm. kind of financial could just be your time mm-hmm. or it could be this I yeah. guess this is I was thinking like oh how how can I be more philanthropic yeah and it's well I can use my voice yeah I can just Look hopefully voice and time fingers crossed yeah um but the, the one of the speakers was um Dr Michael Price from one of the universities i want to say newcastle i was gonna i want to say newcastle and they were working like i think quite in tandem with generosity festival and like he was pretty much condensing three years of his phd research into a 15 minute presentation so well done it was quite a feat <laughs> um but he was just telling us about some of the like philanthropic ventures specifically newcastle so like the lang art gallery was paid for and then like kind of allowed for public use and, and i didn't know it was a fun fact he included that neither of us knew mm-hmm. um that apparently for the first few years we mentioned in uh, the episode where we talked about the last ships at yes. the, the lang art gallery um that it opened in i want to say 1904 i also want to say that awesome and apparently for the first like two or three years it was just empty yeah. like they didn't have they had an art gallery and they didn't have any art to put in it yeah <laughs> so it's like they'd founded it and now like they need to like <laughs> next step yeah like it wasn't that they had the art and needed somewhere to put it it was that the need for an art gallery was made apparent mm-hmm. so they kind of like 
It's like, we got that out of the way first, and then yeah. we'll worry about the art later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's not just like art galleries, it's, um, it's like public parks. So I'm sure everyone who knows of Newcastle is aware of Jasmine Dean. Mm-hmm. That was a whole private residence, like the Jasmine Dean house and the the nature surrounding it. Where people's like backyards and stuff. Um, and so then that was given to the people. And the same goes in Gateshead for Saltwell Park. If you've ever been, it's a lovely park. Beautiful. Really? Um, there's Saltwell Towers, which was someone's home. And that's just a beautiful building. It's fantastic. And now it's got like a nice cafe in it and stuff. Yeah, a nice little cafe. People get married there and stuff. But that was some dude's house. The entire park were his like lands. And then he was like, you know what? No, people should have this. And then the people did. Nice. Um, so it's like, act like, philanthropic acts like that like that sort of philanthropy is it's not like giving little donations as like as a tax break and stuff like that yeah um well thing kind of children in need mm. red nose day yeah like this is that's modern day philanthropy yeah and it's just a lot of people grouping together to give what they can exactly and- like it needn't be one person donating millions or an entire house and land and stuff it could be millions of people donating pennies or a quid or something to kind of work towards a bigger cause um so it's really interesting and inspiring to like hear all of this and then about art and mental health and just yeah it really it felt very relevant and I think it is important that we maybe start thinking a little bit more about how we can be more philanthropic yeah think about philanthropy and I think there's a lot of cool links to philanthropy in the northeast and the north in general oh yeah because generally the south gets everything (laughs) (laughs) so we have to rely on awesome people doing cool things to build our culture which is awesome because then we have a really colorful and diverse and exciting culture that is very much our own and it's of the people for the people yes that's something i can get behind very much so so i really implore all of you listeners to just have a think about you know how you can kind of maybe give more not Mm -hmm. in a way that you expect anything in return or in it doesn't even have to be to do with art yeah but you know it's just it can be it genuinely is you know just follow you know following kind of art galleries on social media kind of gives them their stats and Mm. um signing up for newsletters Mm. to make sure that they aren't like they know who's interested in what they need yeah and then if you can you often they do have kind of friends of the gallery or Mm -hmm. you can like donate or just maybe get involved use your time because it's not just about money it's also about using your time and your voice yeah like I want to say I think an institution that's good for that is Star and Shadow Cinema because that's a completely volunteer run space volunteers have helped build it they do the programs run the cafe make the food yeah. all that kind of stuff um so that's really that's a group effort that's everyone pitching in yeah the volunteering and, itself mm-hmm. is amazing philanthropy like mm-hmm. every volunteer there is just an icon yeah like, that's just such a cool way to <laughs> spend your time if yes. you will <laughs> amazing i will always as one wall in the star and shadow that <laughs> i put up obviously with like 10 other people yeah yeah but but, you know you helped i like hoisted those walls (laughs) into like a vertical position i haven't hoisted a wall so well done dude you haven't lived truly (laughs) it's what you've always said (laughs) haven't lived you've hoisted a wall as the saying goes (laughs) but yeah it's been a very inspiring week um 
just all like all of this stuff has happened in the past two days we've been yeah. we're tired now but yeah. it's been very very worth it we've learned a lot we've kind of met a lot of new people and we've got like a kind of new outlook which is always fantastic and we were desperate to share you know I think yeah because I was I wasn't sure because this isn't usual this isn't what we'd normally talk about kind mm-hmm. of uh, we normally kind of focus our conversations on an event or an artist yeah but I think I'm keen just to start conversations like this and I'm so excited to hopefully have people reach out and yeah keep it going indeed um well yeah I think that probably wraps wraps this one up yeah. the North Tyneside Art Studio is just a fantastic place full of fantastic people um, we really do just wish them all the best. Like yeah. we're so happy with what they're doing, and I would like to actually know about more spaces like that. Um, so if anyone listening kind of knows arts organisations, I'm thinking in Gateshead because I don't know many things in Gateshead. Yeah, we've done North Tyneside. Yeah. Let's see if anything's going on south of the town. Yeah, like I'll just I'll just like to know about places. Give them it visit, doesn't have hello. to be. Yeah, definitely, it doesn't have to be visual arts. Mm-hmm. It could be music or writing or performance. Yeah. It could be a whole range of things. But I'd love to, you know, just see what other people yeah. are doing as well. So if you know anything, as always, like give us a shout. You can grab us on Instagram and Twitter at HeyArtWhatsGood. Drop us an email, HeyArtWhatsGood at gmail.com. Our website has a little contact form. Um, Just let we know. Yeah. Yeah. And also let us know if kind of what we've talked about is kind of sparked anything for you. And if you can tell us about um, ways that you think people can be more philanthropic. Yeah. I'm really, really struggling to say this word. You've done really well. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, I'm like pretty, pretty buzzed now. <laughs> it's been a good recording. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Um. we'll kind of wrap this one up. One thing we like to do to end these podcasts is to kind of talk about something that we're looking forward to go see or go do or just generally something on the horizon that's like kind of cool. Uh, for example, my thing, we're talking about Star and uh, Shadow Cinema. Um, in December, they've got a couple of silent film screenings with a kind of live, I don't know if improvised is right, but a live score. And I love that. I love, first of all, old movies. I love silent movies. I love silent movies even more when there's live music. I've only had the pleasure once, and that was in Leeds at the High Park Picture House, which is another fantastic cinema, one of the best. Me and my sister went to go see Metropolis, which is just, what a film that is. (laughs) So much to kind of think about academically, and it's also just weird. So So, really enjoyed that. It's good. Um, I can't remember the name of one of the films, but I know there's like a, a 1920s or 1930s the three musketeers that has got a score with so i'm quite looking forward to go see that should nice. be should be good um what are you looking forward to rosie well um i've had a little think i think i'm looking forward to kind of getting involved with the incubate printmaking workshop again Ooh, so nice. if you guys can remember i exhibited with them in an exhibition that was in response to the exhibition of the north and I was, I got an email recently just letting me know that they'll be doing a exhibition kind of kind of Christmas time. And I'm thinking of getting involved. Ooh. Maybe, I don't know what I'm going to exhibit, but I have been doing a lot of lino prints I mentioned mm-hmm. a few episodes ago. Nice. So we'll see. I'll keep you guys updated. Yeah. But yeah, pretty, 
as I said, is pretty inspired. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. It's been really, a, really motivated. It's been a good week for that. <laughs> yeah, so they're like sending out an open call. So mm-hmm. I don't know. If you're interested, get in touch with Incubate Print Making like Studio Workshop. It's because yeah. just as a reminder, they're in commercial union house Mm -hmm. yes same floor as vein gallery yes so kind of you just go up the stairs but instead of turning right to go into the gallery you can turn left and at the end of a corridor that's where they are yeah that's a really cool space as well yes and the guys that run it are super nice yeah and everyone i've met there has been pretty chill i want to smell what they're like so nice i know it's just (laughs) all these art institutions and art people (laughs) usually just delightful top notch (laughs) 10 out of 10 (laughs) Yeah, we're going to leave you now. And mm. uh, I really do hope that you guys have found this as interesting as we did. Yeah. I yeah. hope we've uh, succeeded in relaying it back. I hope so. In, a, in an interesting way. Yes, indeed. Well, thank you for listening if you've stuck with us this long. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate it. We really do. Bye Catch guys. you later.